Welcome back to the Argentina Project Podcast, brought to you by the Wilson Center. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadan. And I'm your producer, Katie Hopkins. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by phone by Kezia McKegg of McClarty Associates from Buenos Aires. Benjamin and Kezia discuss Kezia's recent meeting with leading presidential candidate Alberto Fernandez and how U.S. companies in Argentina are weathering the economic storm. On How are you? Doing well. Exhausted by the pace of news in Buenos Aires. I bet. Enjoying this fantastic city all the same. Where do we find you? Recoleta, indeed. And what's the atmosphere? Still peaceful, at least in Recoleta? <laughs> it's a roller coaster, as, as Argentines call it. Um, it. You know, a lot of uh, uncertainty, market turmoil. It's been another tough week. So it's uh, even a regoleta. The conversations are, are tinged by a lot of nervios. What else do you see visibly that suggests Argentina's in crisis? Lines at ATMs, queuing for bank withdrawals. Uh, what other sort of visual cues are there that, mm-hmm. that things aren't well? Well, there is certainly that and the banks. In this neighborhood, of course, you still see the restaurants are very full. They're bustling as always. But, you know, you, you do see folks on the streets. There's no doubt that, um, I mean, if, if we were to go outside of, of the city of Buenos Aires, Conurbano, where the opposition relies on much of its strength, you'd see a very different kind of, some very different visual cues. You know, a lot of businesses boarded up. It's a really tough economic time, and that explains the results we saw in the primary on August 11th. Kizia, lots of the focus lately on Argentina has been on financial markets, bondholders, holders of pesos. You represent um, companies that generally are in Argentina for the long haul and often in retail and other sectors in what's called the real economy. How are they weathering all the uncertainty, the devaluations, the economic slowdowns? I mean, it's affecting them as well, but in a different way than we might measure in simple country risk analysis. Absolutely. Um, And it, it kind of will depend on the sector as well. So, for example, I work with some companies in the consumer goods and, and retail sectors. Um, those are probably the most sensitive to the in- inflation, the macroeconomic instability. And of course, they are nervous about what they might expect in, in Alberto Fernandez government, uh, given uh, the likelihood of some kind of price controls. They're talking about un acuerdo social or social agreement that never tends to be truly voluntary. Potentially, if we see a repetition of of some of the um, Christina years, um, you know, limitations on imports, that's a big deal. Um, yet Alberto Fernandez has, has been very critical of Guillermo Moreno, who was the famous Secretary of Commerce under Cristina. Um, and the, we, I don't expect we'll see a Cristina 2.0 or certainly the likes of Guillermo Moreno. Uh, I actually had a chance to meet Alberto Fernandez himself on Monday in a meeting with a few companies. And I have to say, uh, his comments were very well received. They were very reasonable, uh, moderate in tone. But this period for US companies in the real economy is one of wait and see. We need to um, figure out who is Alberto Fernandez. All eyes, of course, are on him. 
Um, he, in my view, is a pragmatist at heart. Uh, I think it's clear also to U.S. companies monitoring uh, the political outlook that he is clearly much more moderate than his running mate, former president. Uh, you know, pregunta Michon, the million dollar question is to what degree will he prove to be um, his own man? Um, you know, and to what degree will the vice president, Christina, um, in the very likely scenario that they will be taking office on December 10th, um, play a role in government decisions. Kizi, it sounds like you can give some insights into that million-dollar question. I don't know how comfortable you are sharing lots of details from your private meeting with Alberto Fernandez and some company representatives, but did he give any insights into policies? He did. That said, you know, his critics would, uh, and, and some analysts would say that there are a lot of contradictions. There's a sort of doble discurso or, or you know, double speech. Uh, but I have to say, in um, in that meeting and in subsequent private conversations I've had with some of his economic advisors this week, uh, the uh, tone, the content, his message is very reassuring. Um, he did cast in his comments um, on Monday a um, sort of very negative, and it is indeed a very challenging situation that he said he would inherit if he is elected on October 27th or in, in the subsequent second round. Um, he said, I will receive a, a sort of broken, very indebted country, and the only way to emerge from that is to export because they need dollars. And in that context, he said, for example, sectors like mining and energy, uh, this was a meeting with the mining sector, would be very benefited. And uh, that actually is something I wanted to add in, in response to your question about how U.S. companies are, are preparing for this. Um, it is clear that they see, for example, Vaca Muerta as, as a huge opportunity for Argentina, um, source of the dollars that they will need. Um, in addition, he reiterated his criticism of the CEPO that existed under Cristina. Uh, the issue of capital controls is a huge concern for every sector. And he claimed in that meeting that he would not put any limits on the uh, capital, la salida de capital, capital leaving the country, but rather he would promote the um, ingreso de dólares. So that he, we want dollars to come in, and he said, if I'm doing my job right, the uh, companies will, will will keep their money here and keep investing. Um, that said, yeah. And that, of course, th- that of course, Kizia sounds yeah. like a lovely solution, but but absent, you know, some new huge influx to Baca Muerta, and of course, that's been pursued right. now by two administrations consecutively. I don't hear a lot of other creative ideas for increasing exports and export competitiveness, um, but rather it sounds like it would be a focus on the non-competitive sectors, manufacturing areas where Argentina really only sells within Mercosur. Yeah, true. And, and, you know, and that said, even though he, this is what he said about capital controls and it's reassuring, a lot of people say there's, they may have no option but to put some kind of mild, less strict version of the CEPO in place. Um, so that remains to be seen. There's so much we won't know, really, until he takes office. The first test, I think, would be uh, a choice of economic cabinet. And I was told this week that there's decisions really haven't been made yet. 
they would be made uh, after October 27th. Um, but no doubt, as you say, um, it, it compared to a mafia administration um, that probably wanted to focus more on Argentina's strengths in agriculture and, and raw materials, extractive industries, they will want to maintain sort of Argentina's um, in, like industrial um, capacity. Uh, that was that was a highlight of a meeting I had yesterday, for example, with um, with somebody who's very linked to the the foreign policy space and and talked about as a potential next foreign minister. So in the context of Mercosur, that said, they also uh, have said they're basically in favor of an EU Mercosur agreement that Macri was able to ink after 20 years of negotiations, um, but they would want to review the text. Uh, in the meeting that I attended with Alberto Fernandez, he talked about globalization as a fact and that we need to accept it. He's and he wants to obviously work with the private sector and encourage investment, but but make sure that globalization serves Argentina. And there would be little point um, in in so for example joining organizations like the OECD if it's going to lead to the closure of industries like the textile or footwear industries in Argentina. Uh, he but you know it's. It, the debate, as you said, is very much about um, whether we can expect a moderate Peronism. And I, I am, in my own view, cautiously optimistic. I think the optimistic view um, may be a minority view in the United States, given that it's sort of very focused on, on the sort of black and white Christina good, excuse me, Christina bad, Macri good. Um, but uh, optimistic vision would be that actually Alberto Fernandez may have a better chance of governability um, than Macri ever had if he proves um, to to be the moderate he professes to be. If uh, you know, of course he was a fierce critic of Christina for the last ten years, um, and he has the support of the governors, which is which is very important. Um, I, you know, he may prove, ironically, to be perhaps less ambitious than Macri, but able to get more done at the end of the day. Kizi, before we conclude, I want to return to, you know, what it's like to be running, you know, a multinational corporation, trying to do business, survive, profit, ideally, in Argentina in this period, while also preparing for all of the uncertainties that you've been describing. It sounds like one of the main tasks is outreach to the potential next government, and you've played a key role um, in facilitating that. What are the other reactions? What are the other preparations? What goes on as one tries to navigate really extraordinary times in Argentina right now? Well, I, I personally work closely uh, supporting government affairs teams with companies in diverse sectors with investments in Argentina. Um, as you say, many of them have seen this movie before. They've been through a lot. They're, they're here to stay. Uh, but sometimes it's interesting. The local teams also have to play a role in educating um, with my support their headquarters about um, what they might expect. Of course, the headlines, um, particularly the last two weeks, have been have been very concerning, um, and we don't know. And in, in fact, what the what the outcome of the, the the true economic financial crisis that's been produced by the primary and and is ongoing this week. Um, even the last two days, very dramatic market turmoil. 
um, with huge implications for Argentina, even for just the next two months to how we get to the election. Um, so it's it's incredibly difficult a challenge for me and for the companies I work with, not only trying to predict what might come next, <laughs> um, but 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 try to prepare um, the businesses for for macroeconomic uncertainty um, and and certainly policy uncertainty. Um, something I'd also add is the uh, you know something you've written about Benjamin. Um, and your your column was was definitely widely read here in Buenos Aires. Your recent column in La Nación, um, the relationship with the United States. And so far, I've been encouraged to see that the uh, I think both sides have Alberto Fernandez camp and Washington haven't made any kind of gratuitous comments. They've um, said they want to work together. The embassy here has certainly been doing a lot of outreach with his team. And I think U.S. companies should also be telling the U.S. government how important it is that they work well with uh, an Humberto Fernandez government, that this doesn't need to be like what the relationship was like during the Cristina years. Uh, I th think in part, Cristina chose to put Alberto Fernandez at the top of the ticket, not just for electability, but for governability reasons, recognizing that um, he, the context has completely changed since her presidency. People talk about him perhaps being closer um, in his economic policies to, to Anessa Kirchner, so the early days of Kirchnerismo, but that said, it's an early days of Kirchnerismo without the money and without the financing. Um, and so he needs the United States, he needs the U.S. support at the IMF, uh, and so my hope is that U.S. companies will also tell their government that, um, and this is something I'm urging them to do, that it's really important um, not to make any early um, statements that would put Alberto Fernandez in a corner with his own base, but rather give him the opportunity to work well with Washington. Kezia McKegg, McClarty Associates, joining us from Recoleta, Argentina. Thank you so much for your insights. It sounds like you've got your hands full. I do, I do. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me to join you. And thankfully, our producer is a wonderful editor. That's me, Katie Hopkins. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the Argentina Project podcast on SoundCloud and sign up for our weekly newsletter at wilsoncenter.org slash weekly dash asado. Asado.